Tuesday, baby. Tuesday's coming in hot. Hey. I don't know. You look a little darker on the camera than you usually do. I don't know what that is. But today we're talking about the latest CES drops, Kia going commercial, and falling home prices. Everywhere I like I how you just shut your light off there. You're like, oh, yeah? How's this? You're like, you think that's dark? <laughs> Check it out. I don't know. Maybe I just look more pale because we haven't seen the sun in Syracuse in like, it's been like three weeks now. It feels like... <laughs> Well, that's our problem today. So normally I have like my light is all set to like little presets and out here is like basically Syracuse. It's, oh, so, it's cloudy today. You got the, Except for it's like 55 degrees in Syracuse, which ooh, is weird, not, you know. Yeah, so. it's like the big diffuser in the sky. If you ever want to shoot outside, wintertime in Syracuse, if you can deal with the cold, you get beautiful lighting. Just perfect. <laughs> oh, well, um, we are coming in hot. Uh, public policy day which is a new thing for us and probably a lot of listeners um, out there. It actually happens at the Washington, D.C. Auto Show. We were invited to cover the event. Um, there are going to be a lot of policymakers, including two uh, members of Congress, um, OEMs, uh, dealers, NADA friends. I saw the roster and I was like, you know, it's probably good that some dealers don't know about this day. You know, because oh. <laughs> there's a lot of people there that they probably want to get in a couple fights with. So, so we got the Deputy Secretary of <laughs> Department of Energy. Oh, boy, we're yeah. going to be so out of place. Um, <laughs> yeah. We have Maxine Joslow well, from Wash forward Washington we no Post. Yeah, it's a for, have forward only. There are actually going to be two vehicle reveals at, at this know. event, one by Aston Martin and one by Rolls Royce. So, you know, again, right down our lane. But the, right I did check <laughs> after after this event is over, which is on the 18th, by the way, we'll be there. We'll be live streaming from there. Check out the coverage. We're going to bring uh, we're going to bring the, the, the fun to the industry and, and really try to bring the more than cars mentality into the public commentary and the public discourse. Oftentimes dealers. A, you know what? We're going to ask everybody like we're going to get them all emotional about that's that's my goal while we're there like ask them about their first car what it was named okay you know, i'll tell like, you what i will give you a hundred dollars of my own money if you can get the reporter from u.s news and world report to get emotional <laughs> i'm in okay. let's go that sounds fun <laughs> i used to do these kind of competitions on the sales floor let's go <laughs> so uh, we'll be there just stay tuned on the 18th because we'll be live in dc covering the event um also we're going to get a preview access to the dc auto show and i did check the ev test track is open so Maybe a little fun. you'll Maybe know a where to find fun. us uh, also obviously the big show nada 23 days away and we will all be in las vegas or a lot of us will be if you can't be in las vegas the reason our coverage is going to be so comprehensive of the show is because we know that most of us can't go to the show. So our goal is to bring as much of the show to you as we can. So uh, make sure you follow our LinkedIn channel. Uh, if you're not on it, subscribe to the email. You go to asoda.com and do that. And we're going to bring you all the magic from the show. Um, and don't tell anybody, but you might actually have more fun. I don't know. I don't know. Well, speaking of being in Vegas for a show. Segway. Time for bringing you the show. Yeah. Any of the segways. Segway uh, games on point. This week. We, we had to make up for a really bad first showing this year. Uh, Hyundai's latest announcement at CES, uh, Consumer Electronics Show, reveals a robust hydrogen strategy. Whoa. I didn't see that coming, signaling a growing industry momentum towards hydrogen as a key player in achieving carbon neutrality. Um, so their ambitious plans cover hydrogen production, storage, and use in a variety of vehicles. We're not just talking about cars. Cars are one of the segments, but also aircraft and ships, right? They're it's really easy. talking mobility. Hyundai's wow. got a couple business units, if you didn't notice. They really um, do. This move is a part of a wider trend. Uh, Toyota, BMW, GM also have been in development of hydrogen fuel cell tech. 
Um, so the government has invested $7 billion in this, which used to sound like a lot of money. But after Honda is like building a $14 billion plant that we talked about yesterday, it's like, oh, the government's got to get those money printers running a little faster. Uh, technology behind hydrogen's rise. Get David Bonson in here. Um, so they have something called a proton exchange membrane. So I don't know what that is, but it's oh boy, it's a key technology too. <laughs> and so technology, but uh, global C COO Jose Munoz uh, said the economics of hydrogen are on their way, highlighting the viability and potential of hydrogen in the cars. And I think it's important to mention they're not new to the game. Hyundai announced their first hydrogen fuel cell EV in 2013. Yeah. I, I, I would say Hyundai is like the sleeper of this generation of cars. Like they keep coming with things that are completely unexpected and, and to see them taking the battle to fuel cell technology as, as opposed to just like going all in on EVs, make, taking that like, hey, we're going to figure out what comes and what makes the most sense. And here's the thing, like it has been said over and over, hydrogen is the most renewable and the most scalable and 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 like, it, it, and the byproduct it, is water. The byproduct is water. So, like, it is a massive opportunity. Those that can that can figure it out at scale. And and let's just be honest. The engines sound really cool. Yeah, they do. <laughs> when you yeah. put a hydrogen combustion engine and you, you gun that sucker, <laughs> it sounds pretty awesome. The trick yep. is, can you get it to shoot water out the back like those jet skis do when you hit it? <laughs> because <laughs> that would be that would be the real secret um but speaking of other announcements at ces the windshield wipers are gonna go out i mean you're gonna be windshield wipers yeah i know tony did say jose munoz i don't know if there's another one but it did say that in the article Jose tony lucas just put in jose munoz yeah when did he come back i i don't know that's i well i need to fact check that nathan can you fact check the article why we're here um, you know, I feel like Ron Burgundy sometimes. If it's up on the prompter, we just read it. Oh, <laughs> uh, but but watch out, GM Kia. Yes, Kia is going commercial as they unveiled their new line of modular EVs under under the quote. It's called Platform Beyond Vehicle, the PBV. They released a strategy at CES showcasing versatility and innovation. So basically, the new range of products includes the PV5, PV7, and PV1 featuring adaptable designs for commercial and personal usage. So uh, they're going to be launching this globally in 2025 uh, with plans for 15 more EVs uh, of this nature by 2027. So it's software development, fleet management, charging optimization, all in one package. So... Um, Look, I, I'm a big Kia fan. You know that. And you, put the, can, know. can you put the picture of the vehicles back up? So look at these, these things. things. What, what, I how, love how, it. How would you describe these to the, to the, the listeners like only? A futuristic commercial vehicle uh, with, you know, a little bit of Kia on the front of it. You <laughs> they're, know? They're, they're pretty boxy. It's, it's boxy almost like, like um, rounded edges a little bit. And it kind of has like Mercedes Sprinter meets Ford Transit Connect meets yeah, something you yeah. would imagine in the airport shuttling you around on the tarmac like it's a people mover but they're cool i'm a big kia yeah. fan always have been um i feel like their design their uh quality of product has always been well and to see them moving into the commercial space um i think it's going to be a real threat to, to i think it's established great I've got, players. I've got two major comments on this one is why did evs all of a sudden make all of the vehicle naming people 
just less creative pv5 pv7 pv1 what is happening with this world I that's mean, comment number one it's a letter p yeah oh yeah adrian wall gives mentions on the live stream those comparisons and she put meets pope mobile that's a really yes. good comparison that's, that's really kind of have pope mobile vibes to it a little bit so that's one the other one is yesterday we had a conversation with elena Ciccatelli, which you're going to want to catch her out of collapse when it comes out it's coming out soon we did an interview with her but she has a podcast called evs for everyone and she, we were just saying hey who's listening to your podcast and you said she said you know what the majority wow, of people point. on the dealer side are fleet and mm -hmm. commercial managers those are the people that are experiencing the most revolution and the most change in ev adoption because it's easier for large companies they have a there's a there's a brand story to tell when they adopt and so forth kia to go commercial with their fleet is following the trend that we're seeing nationwide for fleet to adopt evs earlier and fleets are you think about that topic and we, we've talked about this before but the path to adoption for fleet if you think about that decision is not made by um, it's not an emotional decision, right? No. Fleet managers are very data-driven. They're very practical. They're very engineer-like in how they move things from point A to point B. So all the calculations can just happen. And EVs make a lot of sense. It's a lot of predictability, yep. a lot of where it's going to be parked at the beginning, end of the day, how many miles it has to be driven. You can analyze that and optimize it. So um, I think- you know, the, Amazon, the Amazon EVs floating around Nashville, they just whiz around here like you've never seen. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I don't know if and, you have and those they look so cool. yet, do they? They look so cool. Yeah. Who made those? Is it Bright Drop? Who made them? Bright Drop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gee. Very cool. Uh, yeah. Speaking of things dropping. Segways. Three segways. And speaking of Nashville, I'll tell you what. Two yeah. Nashville stories in you, one day. I mean, I'm pinning this as a Nashville story, but, you know, we'll get there. Uh, so Zillow's latest forecast indicates a potential decline in home prices across 34 U.S. Uh, major uh, U.S. cities in 2024, marking a significant shift in the housing market dynamics, especially in former pandemic home buying hotspots. So the forecast based on Zillow's home value index suggests price drops in cities like San Jose and New Orleans as high mortgage rates and lack of demand are contributing. Um, so there is this, this prediction and there's a little bit of uh, debate in, in the home market side of stuff on how much things will change over this year. But Zillow's predicting uh, a little bit of sta stabilization. Fannie Mae is expecting a rise by year end. Uh, there's a lot of speculation that that um, mortgage rates are continue gonna continue to decrease. Um, and uh, I will say, I've watched a few videos. I have some friends that are real estate agents and they share a lot of stuff on Instagram. And like everybody is saying, the minute those interest rates start dropping, home buying is going to start accelerating because there's going to, there's been a lot of sideline buyers over the last nine to 12 months that are looking for the opportunity to purchase. Mm. Here's a couple things on the list. So I th I'm just going to throw it out there that I think we have like a Sodu brand of Sodu has a lot to do with like the <laughs> ones that aren't going <laughs> to move more? that much. <laughs> yeah, right. okay. 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 So check this out. Like the highest mover this year, they're saying is going to be Sa San Jose, California, but in the lowest movers, look at this. Buffalo, New York. That's that more than cars episode. More than cars episode. Everybody's right? moving back Cincinnati, to Cincinnati, Ohio. Mm -hmm. That's where I was born. Oklahoma City. Couldn't help you. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> Nashville, Tennessee. That's where I live. See, base Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. All in the top seven. Well, we, we we need to benchmark that after <laughs> after the Eagles season is over. 
Because I'm sure this data came in when the Eagles were still doing okay. Right, that still might good. that yeah. those prices might drop even further. Um, so <laughs> basically, 36 of the 50 top markets and dealers are going to be feeling this in real time because yep. real estate pressure obviously puts budget pressure on everybody, especially when someone's buying a new home. Traditionally, a time when people typically buy a new car as well. Big life changes, usually having children or needing you know moving further from the city, etc. We talked about that a little yesterday. So. The interest rates obviously affect cars directly, but mortgage rates and home buying prices probably affect it. What do you think that trailing indicator is? Six months? Oh, no, quicker than that. I think it's three to four months. Actually, I remember, I'll never forget the conversation that you and I had with Alex Vetter two years ago at MRC, just saying, hey, look, where does auto look to to, to kind of catch its trends? And, yep. and a lot of time it, it looks towards the mortgage and the home buying industry to say, okay, what's going to happen three to four months? Because there's a lot of correlation between home buying and new car purchasing. Mm -hmm. Well, I think if we learn one thing over the last four years is that this is all just a guess. <laughs> Who really knows? <laughs> Who just knows stay, true, stay true to your people, stay true to your process and commit to your customers. There you go. Well, one Good thing way. we can tell you with a high level of certainty is that a lot of people in the Asoto community are going to go out the door today and serve some people. And we will be back here tomorrow morning to help you do the same. We'll see you tomorrow. Mm -hmm.